here's what I do know. I do believe that we are going to see like an audio internet that doesn't exist right now. And it's not just podcasting. It's like the internet turns into audio. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be, how does that happen? And like when, and like what apps and like, what, like, what does that look like? Because Mm -hmm. audio has not done everything that it can possibly do. And so I think we're like just at the beginning. So like, I do believe that's like, audio will be more ubiquitous. Like it were, you know, the headphone thing, all of that, the immersiveness of audio, I think is where the world's going. Welcome to the Online Creator Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tradewell, founder of May & James Co., a creative digital company. Building a brand is about human connection. I am here to help you articulate your story through strategy, development, and execution. I believe that anything is possible at any age and at any stage of business. The only limits we have are the ones that we place on ourselves. I want you to feel like you are supported, not alone, and that you are able to take action quickly. On this podcast, expect to hear interviews from a wide range of guest speakers, bite-sized solo episodes from myself, bingeable episodes that will give you insights, different perspectives, and actionable strategies to help you reach your goals personally and professionally. Now let's get into the show. Dr. Lindsay Padilla is the CEO and co-founder of Hello Audio. She is an ex-community college professor who accidentally started a business while on her tenure track. Hello Audio software takes your content and creates private audio feeds to make learning on the go so much more accessible. Lindsay challenges online industry norms of unfinished courses and unconsumed content with her product. All of her business ideas were born out of her tenure track years teaching adults online at a community college. The ridiculous amount of learning she's done in all things education and the years spent growing her course creation business online. I'm so excited for you to listen in on the conversation today with Lindsay talking all things audio with my favorite hosting platform, Hello Audio. Let's get into the conversation. Okay. Hi, Lindsay. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to jump into this conversation because like, I am sure if I'm like all about audio, I can't even imagine the excitement (laughs) that we're going to have talking about it today here. So yeah, I'm excited. um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. So I'm just going to dive right in with the first question. Um, How, how have you leveraged your voice to help build your business and brand um, from where you are, from where you were and where you are today? Yeah. Um, so podcasting, if I go back, uh, it was one of the most consistent things I ever did in my business um, as a content creator. So when my prior company before um, Hello Audio, which which totally led to the creation of Hello Audio was in that company, was um, a company called Wealthy Teachers, where I basically helped uh, online entrepreneurs become better teachers. And then I also started to attract a bunch of teachers who wanted to get into you know starting their own businesses. And so I had a podcast that was called, well, at the the first iteration was called Academics Mean Business. I actually interviewed other professors and people in the education space who kind of set out and either started a side hustle or left teaching entirely 
started that for my own healing, I'm sure, of just I felt very like I was the only person who would do something like this, like who am I to leave education and teaching and all that. And so I started this interview series um, really just to, I think, process my own identity stuff is what I think actually ended up happening. And so, yeah, I ran that um, for about a year and a half. And that was, yeah, like I said, the most consistent thing I was able to do in my business, posting on social, posting on Instagram, you know, running a Facebook group. Those were all like things I did in my business, but it wasn't the thing I showed up for every single week. And what was cool is that I was able to create a lot of content from that. And so I was able to build like repurposing strategies and stuff like that. So my voice, you know, is always something I think growing up, um, I was told by teachers, you know, I talk too much <laughs> or like I was too loud. That's also a thing I get told a lot. So I think it is really interesting, like having grown up like that, having like enjoyed that part of my business when I had it, that here I am running a company called Hello Audio now. So I think voice and speaking, and um, standing up for things you believe in, that kind of thing, um, has always been an undercurrent in my life. And then, um, so yeah, it is really cool now to run a company that gets to literally host other people to do the very same thing. So very full circle. A question I've never been asked before, now that I think about it. That's, that's a cool way to start talking. Yeah. 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 I, you know, I, I, I think it's interesting too, that you said um, you were always told that you were too loud. Cause I think mm. for some of us, we feel like we're too quiet. So mm. no matter if you're too loud or too quiet, your voice matters and your story needs to be heard. Yes. So I love, okay. I love that. I love that. Um, so again, like you already kind of touched on this, what you like most about audio. Um, is there any, anything else that you can elaborate with that? Like, mm. did it open up any opportunities for you when you started using your voice? Um, you know, any connections, um, um, you know, ways to really market your business? Like mm. what did you see yeah. start kind of happening? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So the, the repurposing thing was huge. I think of like, I created that like anchor piece of content and then I was able to make small content from that. And I literally, once I built out the process and system, I literally just had to show up to the call. And then like we had team members that were able to do other things. Um, so that's like the first thing, but then other things, yeah, these relationships and connections, what, what's interesting is, you know, it wasn't a podcast where I was, interviewing, um, I don't know, like big industry names or leaders or something like that, where that was happening. But it was really cool to like keep that thread in connection to educators because uh, it's just something that is still a part of my identity. I don't think, I mean, I'm not a professor anymore, but like I can't not, I mean, that was a big part of my life of, you know, my 40 years on this planet, a big chunk of it was spent in the education system. And so that feels a lot like home. And so I think for me, like I said, it, it allowed me to kind of heal in public. And then I would run, I actually ran into a local adjunct in San Diego who said, I think she found me online and was like, we found out we lived around each other. And she taught at the school, like right across the street from where I lived. And we met up once and she's just like, I can't tell you how much I recommend this podcast to other adjuncts because that's a whole, that's a whole other conversation we could talk about, about college professors not getting paid enough money <laughs> and like what they're doing and teaching. And like, I talked a lot about that on the, on the podcast. So just even connecting with my audience and realizing the impact I had on them. That's the interesting thing about podcasting is it feels very, it feels cool when we get to hang out, right? Me and you yeah. get to sit and yeah. like sound like we're in a coffee shop together and people yes. are overhearing that conversation. But then when you hit publish, you know, 
it just like go right. We're pu- we're publishing or sorry, we're recording this earlier and then it publishes later. And then there's these people that we don't really know who's listening. <laughs> we're hoping someone's listening. So it is really cool when you get to meet somebody who is impacted and that they're sharing your content because, you know, it was having an impact on them. So I think that helped me just from a like, why the heck am I doing this standpoint, which is huge in business because, you know, without yeah. fail, you know, it's a very up and down roller coaster. Um, so that was big because, and to, to kind of get into the, like why audio is so important is like, it is very intimate. And, and that's what that, this woman said. She said, it's, she, we, we were sat at a real coffee shop and she goes, I've been listening to you for like a year. It feels like we've already had this conversation and I've never met you before. And that's trippy, right? Because there's something really powerful that happens when you have noise canceling headphones on, you've like picked a podcast to listen to or some sort of piece of content to listen to, not watch, but listen. It's like between your ears, like you're pretty focused. Um, you're, you might be doing something else, but, but that's not, that doesn't mean that you're not focused. Right. And so there's this intimacy level. It feels like you're very like over the shoulder of somebody. It's a lot more casual. I think with video, not only is there just a lot happening and a lot to process visually, I think, I think we present differently as humans on video, right? Like, uh, like very well, usually put together and like lashes and like makeup and, (laughs) you know, outfit and hair. So then the person watching you is like, oh, this person's really put together. And like, this is very like, um, produced, right? Not that podcasts aren't produced, but like, it's a little more like extra. And so there's something just very natural and intimate and like everything washed away where it's literally just your voice that Mm -hmm. I think draws people closer versus pushes us apart. We're like, man, her skin looks so good. I could never get on video or like, how does she curl her hair like that? All these other distractions where audio, it's like literally just the words I'm saying that matters to you and maybe in the tone, but that really, um, uh, I would say like breaks down walls between people. I think so too. I think so too. Is it, do you think it's hard for people in like, cause you're, um, you know, you come from the education background. So like courses, like, mm. I guess what I'm trying to say is, do you think it's hard for other industries online to see the benefit of bringing audio into their world? Because it's so much more than, um, cause I always like talk about what I do as creating audio assets that fit into your business and your brand mm. and bar it's more than just a podcast right yes like is is do you have a hard time like talking to other industries about bringing it in or when you do you think when you start like you know scratching the surface of how they use it they're like oh my god this is amazing yeah it's so funny because the co-founders of hello audio have been talking recently as you head into the new year where are we taking this? Like, where is the world going? Like, how do we skate to the puck, (laughs) so to speak, of like, what is going to be the future of audio? And I still think we're trying to figure it out, right? When Clubhouse came out, we're like, is this it? Is it social audio? Maybe. Like, I don't think it's like going away, but we still haven't had the thing that we're like, oh, this is it. And I think there's layers here. I think there's, it's, there is some education because we have to unlearn that audio doesn't equal podcasts. And this, we've struggled mm-hmm. with this as a company to, you know, talk to, oh, we, we do audio and it like ends up in your podcast player. So like, are you a podcast host? And it's like, well, yeah, we're a podcast host. Now that we've picked that as 
the um, world we're playing in, we get put in with all the other podcast hosts. And it's like, oh, but we're different because we serve creators and we believe you can put any content in a podcast app. And it's like, oh, okay, like I don't have to have a show. So we're trying to like teach people that. And so there is this weird thing where podcasting came first and that's what audio means to people. So then when you try to say there's a such thing as audio marketing or, um, you know, that kind of thing, audio marketing, people are like, oh, like podcast ads. And it's like, kind of, <laughs> right? So yeah. we're doing our best we can. And what I'm trying to say is, you know, there is a lot of education around this. And I think when people get it, they get it, right? Like you, like you're like, I totally understand what Hello Audio is. I totally yeah. understand the purpose of it and the problem it solves. Um, but it's one of those problems that people don't know that they have. They think yeah. like, oh, videos are fine. And then I'm like, are they? like? And then you say, look at your own experience in a course. Look at your own experience around watching video content. How does it make you feel? How engaged are you? Right? And now compare that with when you listen to a podcast. And then people are like, oh, I have my like one to two hours I listen to audio. And I'm like, yeah, what if that was like course content that you paid for instead of, you know, the daily or something? And then it's like, oh, and so we have to do a job. This is new. This is a new way of thinking about a very old medium. Mm -hmm. um, Gary Vee talks about this, like that there's, you know, there's only like a few ways to like communicate and they go in and out of style. And we're like heavily in the video right now yes. and for good reason. It's very yeah. entertaining. Um, yeah, sure. and, and we learn a lot from it. Um, but there also can be an over, like, a uh, like too much. Right. And I think the pandemic showed us like screen time and that kind of thing. And so I think we are at this special moment where it's like, what if we scale back a little bit or we intentionally separate the video from, you know, the audio. And I think that is what is starting to happen. So now how do we, you know, connect with folks and show them that there's a, um, there's an opportunity here for, for audio to grow and become more than just podcasts. And I think the cool thing about podcasts, which is kind of how we opened is like, yeah, we don't have to have our hair done and our makeup done and it doesn't have to be super overproduced. But now what's happening is that the more podcasts out there, the more you do have to be kind of produced to like make it in podcasting. And that's where I'm just like, oh yeah. Like, so podcasting start to go that way. It's not the hobbyist in the closet as much as it used to be. Spotify is now paying millions and millions of dollars for people to launch shows. So what does that mean for the little guy who wants to start a podcast? It does make it seem a little bit harder. And so I guess Hello Audio is like, hey, you know, you can put anything in a podcast. It's it's just a medium. It's It doesn't have to be a show. And I think that starts to make people go, oh, like audio is for everybody, not just for the the show, the host kind of thing. Absolutely. And I always, I love that you can, um, you know, kind of dip your toe into the water of audio mm. <laughs> yep. with like a private audio feed too, right? Can we give like people an, a concrete example of how you can use, because I know you guys have the audio course accelerator coming mm -hmm. soon. And so like, let's use that as like a primary example of how you can use audio as an option or an audio only version mm -hmm. of a course that you've created or want to create. Because I have had that conversation with a lot of people and a lot of other online entrepreneurs, everybody's busy, right? Yeah. So like everybody's busy. And are you going to invest in a course that you can only like mm. get through if you're sitting and watching? Because I am such a multitasker like many others and I I want to invest in the uh, information because it's valuable but like I want to be able to be 
doing things like going for a walk while I'm listening. So yeah. how, how, how do you help those people that are course developers understand what the opportunities are? Mm. Okay. So there's two things here. I'm actually enrolled in a course right now and it's <laughs> not going to lie, not the most entertaining topic. It's like metrics for SaaS companies. And it's like a weakness okay. I feel as a CEO of Hello Audio. And I'm like, okay, they talk about these numbers. I need them for potential investors and all of that. So I'm in this course and it's taught like a semester, which I haven't been in in a while. So it's got two weeks. It's got two uh, meetings a week. He teaches it live. The video recordings go into Kajabi. I can watch. He wants us to watch the content before we show up to the call. So this is totally like how I used to teach online, really. And I went to the first call and I was like, Phew, like, and I was like, I'm going to show up to this, right? I paid $1,500 for it. And I showed up on the first call and I was like, man, this is PowerPoint. The guy's in like a Patagonia vest. <laughs> like It's like, it's as you're imagining, right? I was like, I can do this. We're talking SaaS yeah. metrics. Here's where it lost me. Uh, they're talking B2B, like enterprise stuff. And I was like, this is not me. So I'm tuning yeah. out. What am I doing? I'm sitting at my desk. What am I doing? I'm answering emails. What am I doing? I'm not listening. Now, does he have them in private podcasts? No. Do I, every time I take a course online, want to message them and be like, I'm a CEO of this platform. I'm not trying to sell it to you, but please do this. Yes. <laughs> not for me, but for everyone else. Yes. And can I rip the audio myself and do it? Yes. Which is totally what yeah. something Derek's going to do. Okay. Yeah. So all that to be said, if I was on a walk and listening to that content, what does distraction look like? It does not look like Lindsay's checking her emails. Like right. I literally dedicated that, that moment, that time to like be with that content. Right. And I think that's the difference. Like, it's funny. You'll like see online. Cause I taught, so you alluded to this earlier. Like I taught how to people, how to teach courses better. Right. And there's always this stuff of like, Oh, make the, make the videos five minutes. Right. The, that's because you're already battling against the desktop, like notifications. When you sit at the desktop, it's like, oh shit, I have all this work to do, the Slack channel. Even if you turn all of that off, how do you feel when you sit at your desk? You are doing work. And like, you can't help but allow that to-do list to creep in, even if everything's off. It's You're in a spot where that's where you answer emails. That's where you write you know, a newsletter. So to make that also your course space is, is hard. It is very difficult. And I would say 99% of us are not like paying attention on a Zoom call where you're teaching, are not paying attention on a recording where you're watching. And so if we know this and we like recognize that that's true, if you offer something as audio only, you're basically saying, hey, guess what? You don't have to sit at your computer. Like how valuable is that? So okay. um, we just heard a quote. Uh, I listened to a podcast with the head of product at Spotify. And he said, he kind of talked about the future of audio and, and stuff like that. And he said a line where he said, it's not that audio is less valuable, it's undervalued. And mm. that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Because once you position it as look at look at what I'm allowing you to be able to do, I don't care how much the production of your video costs. Like, would I pay $1,500 for a course that didn't have video because it had the content that I needed? Yeah, I think so. I think it would have to have some other support tied to it. So, you know, people ask me this all the time and we're going to cover it in the accelerator. Like, how much are you able to really charge for audio? And I think we get caught up in the like, oh, something's valuable when it has all this stuff, right? Like, let right. me overstuff it. So I'm like, 
but there's real value in, um, you know, condensed knowledge, things that are super actionable and that, you know, are mobile and recognize your needs as a learner. Like that's super valuable. So it's our job as the people creating the course content to show the student how it's valuable, why you made the choice to make it audio only, Um, you know, because it's not, the value isn't in paying for Kajabi to log into. The value is in the step-by-step process, Mm -hmm. the like well-formatted content, the lesson planning of the the actions to take. So if it's a, not a very highly visual course, there's a lot of courses that could be audio only. Now we always say at Hello Audio, we're not like saying that video courses are terrible, that they don't work. Like, no, you just have to recognize, um, that audio can be a supplement that we believe should be in every single course, even if it is super visual because, and we could get into talking about that maybe in a second, but yeah, I I think that even the most visual courses can still be supported in an audio format as well. Yeah. I love all of that. And I also love that you said it's condensed because I think Mm. um, there's a lot of extra fluff in a lot of video content that I have seen personally. And I'm just like, I just don't have time for it. Like I just like get to the point. Like I just need those actual, I need those actionable takeaways. And I understand you have to build up to certain things and you have to have some background. Um, But yeah, we all just need to get to the point. And I love that audio allows that condensed version and the accessibility of making and allowing us to do it on our time, on our terms and Mm. and completing it and completing it. Because at the end of the day, if you have all this work and time and energy into developing a course, you want the people that have signed up and paid for it to complete it and to be successful. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And that's, and that's where the value is of like the exchange for dollars. Like Mm -hmm. I'm paying for this, knowing that this is what like my expectation out of it. Like, do I need to know every single metric? No. And so I can like pick what like success looks like for me as an individual learner in speaking to this course that I'm currently enrolled in. Um, but yeah, the the outcome is where the value is. It is not in watching a video or even showing up to a call. Like that's not really an outcome. Um, the outcome is I, I bought this because I think it's going to have an impact on my business. And so in order yes. for it to have an impact, I need to understand, right? Yeah. And I need to literally consume the content. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Can you just talk briefly about what the audio, I'm going to screw it up here, audio course accelerator, how someone can join it and, and how you're presenting the material to Mm. uh, the people that sign up. Yeah. It's in audio form. (laughs) So it's cool because we can talk about it meta. Right. Um, And I do in, in the recording. So yeah, it's kind of the, I, I think it's the first ever kind of thing. If you even Google like how to make an audio course online, there's not really anything, oh. couple of blog posts. So we we totally see how we can help a lot of people with this and then um, whether they use our tool or not. So yep. to answer your first question, the way people can join is you just have to be a paid Hello Audio user. So if you have a paid account, you do have to like raise your hand and say, yes, like send me the podcast. We're not just like blanket sending the email out to every user. We want people who are excited about it, who, you know, feel like they can make the time to to put some effort into the into the content. Um, 
And then if you're not, or maybe you've tried a trial before, but it wasn't the right time, or maybe you've just been watching and you weren't, you know, really feeling like you wanted to join yet, you know, this is a great time to to start with Hello Audio because of this offer. And um, you can get started for as little as $17 a month. That's the lowest price plan we have. So you can look at it as joining the accelerator for 17 bucks what you get out of it. I mean, Nora and I, so me with like the curriculum and teaching background, I used to have a product. I think the links are still out there. We're talking about pulling it at the end of the year called Build a Better Beta, which was literally about how to launch your first course ever in beta format. And I literally went through that content, put a refresh on it for Hello Audio users and it's really cool. It was cool to go back to something and see what is still sticking. And so that, you know, that course, man, I sold it for, what was the most expensive? Probably like 1500 bucks was probably the most expensive I ever sold it for. Um, I think now we, we have it online for 500 bucks with very like little support, but that was like when I was teaching it live. So it was a full blown curriculum. And so, yeah, so now I get to kind of reteach it with this new way, which is like, oh my gosh, it, like as I look back at the history of Hello Audio, that the seeds were planted with this product. This product said, hey, don't create pre-create any of your course content, sell it. And then come to live Zoom calls and teach it as a workshop. And then I will teach you how to improve that as you as you go along. And so I worked on the mindset blocks that people had around doing that. Um, I literally, I don't know, very many course products that taught you how to actually teach. <laughs> so there's there was a whole section on like what to do in a live workshop, not just like how to make slides, but like lesson planning. So I taught that and it will be an ACA in some capacity. And, but it was always under the premise of like, man, making video content is hard. Making slides is really hard. I just want you to get teaching. That's the fun part. And so that's how I kind of, you know, position the course. Now here we are going, oh my gosh, you don't even have to show up live to a workshop if you don't want to. Like you totally can. We could drop those recordings in a podcast format. Some people like that. Um, I personally love it. I love talking to people. I think it helps you become a really good teacher. But if that worries mm-hmm. you, you could totally pre-record content and then deliver it live. So essentially we're teaching you how we're doing it in this accelerator. So you're going to watch us with the pre-work, with the onboarding, with the incentives to help you finish, with the weekly content. Um, You're going to watch us do that. I pre-recorded. We decided to pre-record. We're not doing any live teaching, but then we're going to do a live Q&A. Do I expect that we nailed it right out the gate, these recordings? No. I expect there to be holes where people are like, wait, I don't understand that part. Guess what the easiest thing to edit is? Audio, not video. If I missed a whole, I would have to remake a slide. I would have to recut the video. When I get feedback and there's a question about something that I didn't explain well in the audio, I now could re-record the whole audio, record a piece, stitch it in with the script. I mean, talk about making it as easy as possible. So here we are full circle where I'm making Build a Better Beta even easier because people don't have to get on camera if they don't want to. I mean, that's pretty cool. So that's how we're teaching the content. It's Week one is like how to pick the course topic. That's huge. The next week is like how to create your course outline. That's like kind of the teaching part. Um, Week three is the tech stuff. So for those of you who've been around Hello Audio for a long time, come to Feed Friday, like already have feeds live. You could pretty much make that an implementation week because it's going to be, here's how to set up a feed. Here's how to do Zapier. And then week four is marketing. And we want people to sell their first spot like 
live during that week. And the cool thing is, is it's a week before Black Friday. So um, everyone's looking to buy stuff online. So going to your audience and saying you're offering this new thing in beta form, we'll teach you how to script that out. We'll teach you how to feel around selling that. Um, Yeah. And so that's the whole experience. So it's funny because there's been a lot of you know, course products, I think like Thinkific and Teachable, they all do these things like launch your course and sell it in 30 Mm -hmm. days. And then you're like, yeah, but like, (laughs) that's a lot of work. Like from topic choosing to selling is huge um, Mm -hmm. in course creation. But with audio, we actually think it's possible. So um, that's kind of the setup for the challenge. And so we're really, we're really excited about it. So, so many cool things out of that. And I think uh, one of the things that stands out for sure is the ability to um, go back and edit. And because yes. I think a lot, like a lot of us just get hung up on the perfection piece yes. and audio allows us to just put it out there. Like I have a lot of clients that get stuck on uh, just the trailer of their podcast mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. we put it out and they listen to it and I'm like, eh, I could be more excited and I could add this. And I'm like, we can change it, but you need to at least get it out there. And I think that's mm. the same thing with with course development, with, with any of our, you know, using anything joining. I just joined TikTok. Yeah. I just joined TikTok like like two weeks ago. Well, like, (laughs) you know, but I'm not at the same time because like, yeah, I mean, it's been a buildup to get me here. It feels actually pretty good right now, but yeah, like my TikTok videos probably aren't going to be very good for a while. Right. Like your social media posts, your reels. Yeah. And you have to post them to go, Oh, this is how I personally can improve because I think we t- we compare. We're like we take Amy Portersfield's course on how to make courses, and you're like, man, that's a beautiful, well thought out course with beautiful worksheets, and ha- it's thought of everything. And it's like she's been teaching it for like what six, seven years, something like that. Of course, it looks good. If you think yeah. that you're just gonna like whip something, like no. <laughs> and yeah. that's how I like to teach about it too, as a teacher. Same thing in teaching and education. I would roll into a class, like prepping my lecture right before the first time I ever taught a section, teach it and be like, okay, that this part felt uncomfortable. And then the next period that came, right, the next section or the next group of students that came, I could try something different. That's what's cool about teaching in like in um, college format is like you have like a couple like choices. Um, And then it's like semester after semester. And now you're just making these tiny tweaks that are getting better and better. And then you get to walk into a classroom and you can... I mean, towards the end of my career before I left, it was just like, I could just walk in and be like, oh, I'm teaching that today. Cool. My slides are like my cue. Like it was fun. I, like there wasn't as much prep, but you have to do the work to get there. And it's scary. There's no, there's no amount of prep that you can do that can make it not scary. Like, because we're human and we're like teaching other humans. And, yeah. but here's the cool thing is because we're human and we're teaching other humans, they get that you're human. And so if you actually portray that in a teaching relationship, students are very forgiving, like very forgiving. If you show up super fake trying to be super professional and like, you know, fancy and stuff, they're not forgiving for those folks because they're like, you're trying too hard. like, (laughs) Right. So as somebody who's taught 18 year olds all the way up to like 70 plus people just coming back to school for fun, you know, I've, I've seen it all. And I mean, teaching all that wide group of people and like, no, did I ever do it perfect? Absolutely not. Did I show up and like 
was raw and like honest and stuff like that. I think when you teach from that space, like that, that builds connection and then, and then your students trust you. And so when you mess up or something doesn't work out, they're not like, Oh my God, I paid a million dollars for this. And I hate you that you didn't deliver. They're like, Oh, how can we help you like improve this for the next group? Like you'll see that come out in them. Um, and that's the cool part about teaching. So yeah, I'll get into, I'll nerd out about that kind of stuff, which we don't really get to learn a lot about online. It's always like, how to market it better, like how to pick the yeah, topic that's going to make you a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Just starting and, and growing from there. And I think, um, you know, even some past clients that just started a podcast, like, you know, a few months ago, they're already finding that their speaking skills are getting better mm. and they're getting opportunities to speak inside of memberships and all of those things. So like it can evolve and grow yep. into something that you didn't even think was possible. So that's so cool. Mm -hmm. Do you have any advice for uh, people on how to like incorporate audio into building community? Like how do you get mm. them from audio, from whatever form of audio that you've created um, into like more of a relationship building, like oh. back and forth, because that's the, I always find the tricky part with audio is that, you know, like if you want to build community, not just an audience, how, like, mm. what are, what's, what's your advice? Yeah. You know, that's a, a really good question. I think, I think it's all an experimentation for the most part. And if I look back, so like what I'm about to say is not prescriptive. Like, it's not like, this is exactly what you should do because I do think we show up best when we're excited about something or like the format. So whenever I like coach people in like starting to grow an audience and like build community, it's like, mm -hmm. where do you like to show up? Right. And, um, speaking of like getting into TikTok, like it felt like a community that I didn't totally understand or feel like <laughs> I was allowed to join. And like, it took years to like witness other people being like, Hey, it's cool that you're over here. Um, yeah. and so yeah, it wouldn't have been my first choice of like a place to hang out. Um, and that's changing. And in, uh, you know, Facebook has always felt, I guess, the easiest for me. And yeah, so so I guess what I'm trying to say is like, pick your channels. And the thing the play like, don't try to go to all the different places. Like I'm only joining TikTok now, like, you know, years after it came out and years after I'd been in other platforms and feel like I was comfortable in those platforms. And then so for me, I would say Facebook groups have just been the most helpful. I think early on when I started my my business, Facebook groups were like the thing. And now it's like harder to get some traction there. So it's definitely not like Lindsay telling you, you have to have a Facebook group. You know, some people right. are doing Slack groups. Some people are doing Discord. Um, I think work, it's, it yeah. yeah, I think it's like focusing on the thing you like doing and then mm -hmm. recognizing that you have to show up there, that it's not yeah. going to just like build itself. And so, yeah, you show up there and you engage with people. And for a SaaS product, having a Facebook group is really helpful. And we decided to go with that because it was easier to us than Slack. And Slack was was on the table. And so, yeah, I think, but, but community can totally be built through email. Um, mm -hmm. It can be built through podcasting as long as you give them somewhere to go, because yeah, it's a very one way conversation. And that's always what we at Hello Audio are constantly thinking about. How do we make it more two way? I think that is a problem people are trying to solve in the podcasting space and it's getting there, but I don't think it'll ever be like Clubhouse was probably the best, like, okay, I can see how talking with these people in real life would be cool. Um, but also like, are you going to show up every week to like, 
that kind of environment, maybe not. And that's like, it's interesting seeing how it's playing out. Same with like Twitter spaces. So I don't think it's like going away. The audio version of community is, is an issue, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. It's not, it's not super cut and dry. And so you likely do have to give people other opportunities to chat with you. And maybe it'll be an app or something we don't know of as of the time of this recording that we're like, oh, that was it, right? Because I do think there is a gap there for sure. Yeah, cool. Okay. So uh, just being aware of the time, I want to wrap up with a couple last questions. Um, You touched on it a little bit. Is there anything that you're super excited about the future outside of like the audio accelerator course? Is there anything Hmm. else that you're super excited about with Hello Audio in the future, like in this next kind of... You're asking you this share. question on share. like an, an interesting day. Like, so right. <laughs> there's, like, there's, I'm like trying to think about how much I want to share. Yeah. We're internally talking about this. And like, we, okay. I, like, I, I don't know if I said this at the beginning. I know you know this. I, I am my, one of my co-founders is my husband. <laughs> And so we not only like are married, uh, we just also had a baby. So he's five months old. So we're raising a child together and we're running a company together. And we do have a third co-founder, Nora, who balances this out because I think it would be really hard for it to just be us two. So we talk about this stuff all the time. Like, and we'll listen to a podcast episode and it's, you know, someone around Spotify or the anchor, the guy who created anchor. And we're just like, oh, they totally get it. Like, and we're just looking for those nuggets of like, where is this going? And I mm-hmm. wish I was like, you guys, this is it. Like we came up, we're not sure yet. Like, <laughs> in yeah, that, it's coming, we know how but, to serve. Yeah. yeah. We know how to serve people in Hello Audio. We know what we're doing right now is working. The question is, where's the next like thing? Where's the like, where's this like getting pushed? And and the reason why we, we are just starting to talk about this, this I will share. We talked about it yesterday. Derek and I, I like could not work. I like had to get this out of my brain about like Hello Audio. We're releasing a cart with the accelerator, which means people will be able to sell their audio feeds, right? I think really cool opportunity there. There's not really cool. a lot of places that you can do that. And then Buzzsprout comes out with episode footers that are go on every single episode. This is a, a feature that Derek thought of a long time ago, and we've had in Hello Audio for a really long time. And they're like, oh, my God, this is so cool. And we're like, that's what this is. If we play in the podcast hosting space, it's just feature after feature competition of who has what these like little yeah. features now. And they can be innovative and we move quickly. Like we can move faster than Buzzsprout or Podbean or whatever. And so, you know, in the Buzzsprout community, they're like, oh, does Podbean know that they're, right? So I'm sitting here being like, like, (laughs) is this what we want to do, right? And it's not. And that's why we're like, we have to do something like really different because then it's like, it's back to the the education of like, this isn't just for podcasters. Like there's something bigger here. And we know that. And, um, you know, a handful of podcasters know it too. Like when podcasters hear about what we're doing, they're like, Oh, that's cool. So yeah, I wish I had this super clear like thing. Here's what I do know. I do believe that we are going to see like an audio internet that doesn't exist right now. And it's not just podcasting. It's like the internet turns into audio. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be, how does that happen? And like when, and like what apps and like what, like, what does that look like? Because mm-hmm. 
audio has not done everything that it can possibly do. And so I think we're like just at the beginning. So like, I do believe that's like audio will be more ubiquitous. Like it were, you know, the headphone thing, all of that, the immersiveness of audio, I think is where the world's going. Even with like web three, it's like, we're not at a debt, right? Like now web three is different. It's like immersive audio is going to be really important in that. What does that mean for Hello Audio? Who knows? But just like the world we're going to live in in the next five, 10 years, I think is going to look pretty different. And so, yeah, we're like constantly thinking about it. So I'm excited in that we as a team are excited about figuring out what that looks like. Well, and I think if that says anything, it's um, if you haven't tried audio, you need to start mm. soon. Yeah, you're uh, way early. Yep. Yeah, because like, and you know, it's it's going back to TikTok too. Like everybody's like, oh, you know, you should have jumped on it like years ago, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think it matters. Just no, get started. <laughs> Just get started because Do it. you have no idea where it could potentially lead to. And that's yep. that's what's super exciting about the future of audio is that there's so much more potential yet to happen. And hopefully- totally. Hopefully this show can, um, uh, you know, breathe some life and insight into education and awareness around audio and how you can use it in so many different ways. Because we didn't even talk about all the different ways. I know. I mean, of course, development and how cool, how cool and amazing is that? And I just thought it was super timely with what you guys are offering. I think it's an amazing opportunity. So I'm just going to like wrap this up with a couple of uh, rapid fire questions. They're super just fun and easy and and just like quick answers. They don't have to be elaborate. Um, let's start with like, how do you shake off a bad day? I mean, like you have a lot going on, like you have a lot going on. So what is your go-to like shaking? Like what's your, what what do you do? I mean, I can't, I mean my five month old, like, it's just like talk about being present. Like when you have a kid, anyone who has kids, it's like, they just whip you back into like, that's (laughs) like presence. So if I'm like struggling with work, it's like pick him up and you're just like, oh yeah, everything's fine. This is what matters. This is what matters. It's that thing as a mom too. I totally, I totally relate to that. Um, And do you actively listen to podcasts? And I'm sure you do. I do. Yeah, I've been referencing a a bunch. Yeah, top one or two that you listen to. Yeah, I've been listening to something called 20 VC, which is a, a podcast run by a VC, a young guy, like a 27 year old who's had some really cool um, investments. And he interviews a lot of these people. So he had the like product guy at, at Spotify, the pro- the product guy at um, HubSpot. So yeah, I like nerding out kind of on tech right now. And the other show, 20 VC. Oh, I was listening to, I do also like a good, you know, true crime podcast. <laughs> Um, So definitely catching up on Adnan, like just knowing like, you know, Serial was one of the first podcasts I listened to. Um, I can remember the car ride. uh, uh, We were driving from Northern California home for the holidays and binging that. And it was like, whoa, this is really cool. Um, So just like hearing her voice again and just like, wow, what a what a crazy time in podcasting. So, um, yeah, I just recently binged that. So, so cool. Okay, so you have such an amazing background um, from you know, all your academia and, and what you did to where you are now as a CEO and founder of not just one, but I think two companies. Um, what, what would you tweet your younger self? What would I tweet my younger self? That's really funny because I totally was on Twitter as a professor. That's also (laughs) um, a big part of the social media that I was on back then. 2012, I think was when, yeah. What would I tweet my younger self? Any advice? Yeah. What would you say to you? Um, I don't know. I, I, I think it would be <laughs> so something like, you don't know this yet, but like, you're going to leave what you're doing right now, but you're going to do it at the right moment. Like that is part of the journey. 
like is going through being a teacher. And so, yeah, if I like tweeted myself that, like as I was getting into teaching and like trying to find that full-time job, I'd be like, you know, keep going the path, but you're actually going to end up leaving, but enjoy it while you're there. Because I think a little bit of the end of my career felt a little abrupt and that was hard, but um, totally worth it and the right time for me to do it. Yeah. I think it's because you've worked so hard to get to where you are. And when you are moving to somewhere that it's unknown and not as written, um, it's tough. And, you know, I, I am a mom of two teens. And so the biggest thing I can like give them for advice is I I want you to experience school post-secondary school, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean it has to be the same as it was for me or for your dad or for anyone Mm -hmm. else. It, it just, it just means it's part of your journey and I want you to experience it because things happen for a reason. Timing matters and you just got to kind of believe in that a little bit. So I appreciate that because I think that's really important for people to hear. It's not just like a mindset change. It's it's part of your journey. Yeah, because I, I get a lot of times you, you'll see in the entrepreneur space like degrees are worth nothing, right? I like... I have a lot of education debt, like <laughs> went very yeah. far with it. And people are like, yeah. do you regret getting a doctorate? And it's like, not using it right now. And it's like, I don't know. I, how can I say I regret that? Like that was literally part of the, like some of the coolest things I ever did was, was around that. And like the idea that I did a dissertation and such a small group of people and ever do that. I'm like, how would I be like, that was not worth it. Like when you start adding dollars to it, it seems silly, but if you remove that, if you remove like what was paid and money exchanges and stuff, it's like, actually, this was part of it because now I can, I can talk about paying that debt down. Like, you know, there's, there's things that were tied to that. So no, I don't regret, you know, doing Absolutely. that education, even yeah. though I don't use it. It's like, how do you not use years of your life experience? That's like, it doesn't make any yeah. sense. No. And it shapes who you are. And, yep, and, absolutely. and how you're able to grow and learn all the other new things, because I think I am. And doors it opens, person. you have no idea, absolutely. like the people are like, oh, because you're a professor, like, hey, right? Like, you never know. You never know. So, so amazing. Thank you so much for your time. I 100% appreciate you. And I was so excited to have this conversation today. Yay. And oh my God, I want to keep talking. I know, say, <laughs> right, come back. You, we'll do a part two. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening into the show. It truly means so much to me. You can check out the important links mentioned in today's episode in the show notes, and please join the conversation over on Instagram at me and James Co. I love hearing from you. There are so many great conversations coming up, so please make sure you are subscribed to Apple or Spotify or any of your favorite media players so that you don't miss out. And if you enjoyed the show today, please share and leave a review and a rating because it helps us so very much. Until next time.